0: this is the most amazing podcast in the entire world or at least one of them we interview the strongest strength athletes from across the world in a variety of sports from powerlifting pole dancing strongman strongwoman um and a bunch of other really cool things so be sure to like share subscribe and you know stick around a little bit we'd love to get to know you and support you in your strength journey wherever you are at and wherever you are living maybe you are living far far away in the land and all you have is some cement weights and a bar don't worry we got you we still got you (laughs) so uh yes Today, we have on the show, Stephanie Glandon. Don't get confused today, because you know me, Stephanie, Pick, fantastic the dancer, a.k.a. Thick Stephanie. You can find me on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. Holla at you, girl. Be careful, man, when you slide in those DMs. You better be lifting weights. I have standards. Anyways, um, and my co-host, the lovely and amazing Hilda Siegel, she is Ottawa's top personal trainer, one of them. Just got that award. She's an amazing uh, referee for powerlifting. She's a powerlifter. She does the pole fitness, um, and I am getting her to tr- drop that ass and twerk. I am, I am adding the artistry pieces. Uh, she's fighting me on it because she's all about that insane gorilla monkey grip. That's why I told her she's that so mad. I was like, you look like a gorilla on that pole because she jumps on it and her grip is so strong. And she's, I'm like, let go, relax, loosen up, and she's like, hey, yeah, and then she's just on it. Um, and then we have Stephanie, Glenn, and who's all up in the aerial fitness aspect. So today's theme, our monthly theme, is uh, all about summer, okay? It's summer, midsummer, finally. Thank the Lord. We're out of a pandemic, and it's all about getting back in shape, staying fit, staying thick, staying healthy, and being realistic, okay? We've all been through something. We've all seen things, done things. Experience things, let's be realistic about our fitness. So that's what it's all about today. So, Steph's going to share her journey and her story and give us some tips. Steph, tell us about why you're so fabulous. You <laughs> already know, but they don't know. So, tell them.
1: Uh, thank you. Uh, so, I, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just me. Uh, I, I say that. Um, but one of the things I absolutely hate when people say to me is oh my god you're so lucky uh, luck did not get me here hard work got me here uh, yeah. dedication got me here um, so I, I guess I'm so awesome because of hard work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> work 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 yeah. like, yes girl <laughs> there's not enough snaps. I'm telling you, there's never enough snaps. <laughs> there's just not enough in this world. Um, why? Why? I don't understand why in none of the editing apps I use, there's no built-in snaps. Someone who's a software editor is obviously not cool enough. They need to be around people who snap, okay? we to get with the cool kids. So um, Hilda, take it away, my friend. We okay. uh, know that you're awesomeness, and, and also they don't even know where you are. Where do you live? Where do you teach? We haven't told them that yet. <laughs> that question's for me. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes,
1: so yes. I am, I currently live in Kempville, Ontario, and uh, I was teaching. <laughs> I, that's a coincidence, Hilda. You live in Kempville, Ontario as well. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was teaching um, at another studio here in Kempville, It was a fitness studio uh for about four or five years and the owner of that studio has decided recently that she wants to focus just on the fitness side of her classes um and like the parties and the events that she does and she didn't want to offer the aerials anymore and I think it it just kind of exploded bigger than she thought it would because level ones go into on level two and then they go into level three and then you have new level ones and then they go into level two and then new level ones and it's kind of a ripple effect and then before you know it you have Tens and tons of people, and we just didn't have enough time slots in the schedule anymore to, to host all of the aerial classes and the pole classes. So she's decided that she doesn't want to offer that anymore. So um, currently teaching out of my house. I have six poles installed in my living room and dining room. Um, my family loves it. We have no dining room table right now. <laughs> no. um, so and I am um, opening up my own studio at some point. Um, Sunshine Aerial Fitness will be in Kempville soon in the in the future near future hopefully um so that's kind of where i'm teaching right now where i live
2: that's awesome um so having like having said that how did you get into full fitness uh it's
1: a good story <laughs> um i uh i got out of a really bad relationship it was um it was a an unhealthy relationship um more unhealthy than it should have been and it lasted longer than it should have and I finally had the courage to leave and um I was at this trade show in Ottawa uh, and on the stage they had one of the studios in Ottawa had a a big performance and I saw the athleticism in those girls I was like oh my god I have to learn how to do that I was just I I I was not in a good place mentally I was not in a good place physically Um, I had very low self-esteem, very low confidence in myself and <clears throat> seeing those women on stage being so confident, like strutting out there, like they're the shit. Oh, can I say that? I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I swear all the fucking time. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay. She was my first guest <laughs> yeah. and she dropped
0: bomb. And I was like, well, then I guess it is what it is. You know, yeah. you can't, it's all good. No, it's fine. It's fine. I okay. mean. Yeah, I no, your, sorry. I should have asked. Just don't say the word C O V I D because that's the only way you get monetized. Those dang keywords. Otherwise, swear <laughs> away. Apparently, apparently, okay. profanity is acceptable nowadays. Yeah, just don't I, use I, certain words.
2: I was her first podcast host and I like I have a bad mouth. So I was <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah, she, will, okay. she
0: broke it in for everyone else.
2: Yeah. <laughs> So oh, actually, on nice. the
0: topic about um, you know, who I said the words, you know, um, the stigmas. Okay, so stigma associated with pole fitness. So, uh, Hilda's always dropped, I always tell her to drop like it's hot and pop that ass and and twerk and <laughs> move it out because i I did burlesque and I'm I'm a you know I'm a choreographer and she's like Stephanie, I don't feel comfortable with that and I'm like, you listen, listen, Linda. Anyway, so I'm always bugging her about that. But yes, we heard, I've talked about like body autonomy and you know the stigma about those those art forums and about, because you obviously have to wear very tight clothing, um, you know, and Lycra to move around safely, but, you know, there's a stigma around, um, you know, what you wear when you're, you're doing aerial arts or pole fitness, um, pole arts, um, and just doing a period as a woman and how, you know, Hey, you're not a stripper. Are you being a stripper? And (laughs) how dare you as a mother do these things? And, and I'm like, yeah, by the way, pole came from like, you know, wrestlers and strong male athletes back then, but that's not here nor there, but anyways, um, There's been a shift, though, and some people think on one hand it's empowering women, like this Muslim doing fully clothed, and they feel really powerful and, and, and happy and feel like they have control over their body, autonomy, and sexuality, and then there's the obviously the other side where people are like, no, this is why everyone's becoming a hoe, and this is why marriages are breaking down, and why kids are starting to twerk because they're seen their mom twerk on a pole, and there was this video of this girl who was like spinning on a pole, and her toddler ran after her, and I'm like, that's just dumb like there's a reason why I don't do my weightlifting around my kids. I do it when they're in bed because I know they will <laughs> be the kid that would go under my bomb mid squat and then put me in perilous danger. Anyway, she like, this kid came up and she was doing a spin kick and her kid went like flying. She like, oh, no, her no, no. yeah, I think I said it to you anyways. But yeah. you know, my point is there's, there's like, you know, there's still like these stigmas associate the pole, but there's been a shift. How as a professional instructor, do you educate people around this? And what's your thoughts on that? You know, the benefits, um, and and how those stigmas are wrong. I mean, you're a mom of kids, and I don't see you honing it out. So <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sure if you ask
1: my 15 year old son, he would tell you differently. But mom, you're such have... a role. You're school. <laughs> He's <laughs> embarrassed. Yes, I have. I have so many thoughts and comments on this. You might have to cut me off at some point. But uh, um, no, I'm not too bad. <sighs> So you, we're never going to get rid of the stigma, and that is okay. It is okay, okay. that poll um, that that exotic dancers uh, do pull, and it's okay it, it is a perfectly legal profession in Canada um, there's I have I have all the respect in the world for women who choose their own career path um, it, it, it's not my career path I have not chosen to do that but I have no problem with 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 stripping as a as a whole I just want I know, to throw I that out we, there right
2: but... personally I think we're too uptight about us uh, like nakedness and like naked bodies yes in, in Europe
1: yeah in North America for sure in Europe it's not it's not as taboo and um, my kids uh, know that I do pole. they see like I have six in my living room they see the girls come in and out um, in level one when I'm teaching level one sure we add more of the sexy you know exotic side nothing too crazy because it, it empowers women to find their sexuality in a healthy secure environment I'm a professional instructor you know they're they're Exploring that, you know, in a safe environment, they're not going on stage and removing their clothes and having money thrown at them, and and I, yeah, I just find people. How oh, do you
0: really out. know that, Stephanie? Well, but they maybe because they want to. That maybe that's why they're doing. coming. They may be That's what they want. <laughs> that's what they want. I
1: will instruct them on how to do it. Absolutely. Um, I personally, uh, I can teach the exotic side. Um, I'm more on the sports side. I mean, I I, okay. I compete in pole sport. Um, But I love throwing on a pair of heels and just feeling sexy for myself, like, and no one else in the room, you know, it's, it's empowering to to be able to do that for yourself. And um, my relationship I was in before uh, the unhealthy one I, I mentioned I would never have been allowed to take a full class like it would, would have been unheard of and it would have been like why do you want to do that why do you you know anyway that's a whole other story
0: I just thought of something <laughs> but, really funny like if women do feel empowered by having money thrown at them you should have like a wad of monopoly money because I'm pretty sure like you can buy their gas at thrift stores and like you know kids toy money like tokens like yeah. arcade tokens and just throw that shit at them oh my gosh you know it'd be so hilarious oh I just came up for something you can for buy reasons. the guns. Wait, you put wait, wait, in so
1: and you can... Have you seen Snoop Dog? He 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 did a performance <laughs> with the full dancers. I know a couple <laughs> of the girls who actually performed in, I think it was in Toronto and they had guns and you put the money in it and you shoot it and the money comes like flying out. It's super cool. I think I need some of those you now.
0: Know <laughs> system? You know how teachers, when you're a kid, they give you stars. The reward yeah. system for people learning like new pole tricks could be like, you throw this monopoly money and you have like a little bit, little like trinkets thing by your, your front desk where they pay and register or whatever. And it's like fish bowls full of like little trinkets and you'd be like, <laughs> You know, they can use their monopoly yeah. money towards it. If you, I swear to God, if I went to class because I'm such a big kid and in there was like, I don't know, maybe one bowl has condoms. One has like, the next one has like, you know, cheap jewelry because I'm a 13 year old apparently. Next one has snacks today. I'm telling you, you need to do it. Reward progress for your students. <laughs> Reward it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that so. The next subject of part two, what I was yeah. saying before that was, uh, you know, like we are obviously we're first focused on women but we have a lot of male listeners and so we have male athletes that we're bringing on we have male apparel collection line and i have a lot of male followers and so you know i i try not to be too like gender biased or too like you know uh, all men are dicks you know what i mean like you know I'm right like we're trying to be really inclusive in strength sports and there is more and more Mm -hmm. men doing pole and even belly dance so um so speaking to the men in the room now, um, and I'm not, and, I, and women too, like I said, I'm not trying to be all uh, gender specific here, but um, you know, as a competitor and a coach, can you speak to the raw strength that is involved in sport? Because I always tell people like, man, try some pole dancing and you will be able to win a grip sport. Like you'll be underestimated all the time. Like everyone's like, Stephanie, your cardio is still going to, I'm like, that's the why guy who had to in, dance. go into grip sports then?
2: Just kidding. Oh, I said I
0: should
2: go into grip. <laughs> Then.
0: <laughs> oh, I support pole...
2: this. In-
1: oh, oh, yeah. Stephanie went okay. on to mute. Oh, okay. No, go ahead. Go
0: ahead, oh.
1: Stephanie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, pole sport uh, and pole art, all pole fitness. Who are we kidding? All aerials. Like aerials includes yeah. lira and trapeze and silks, and there's so much. Um, there's so many different new ones coming up every. There's rope now and. Um, they all require uh, so much strength. I, I, again, not from the beginning. Like when you start, you're starting at square one, and and yeah. and you're building the strength. But they they require strength. They require stamina, uh, flexibility, um, like stabilization, balance, spatial awareness. Like it's just like the mobility part of it, and grace, and and just being able to spin and not get dizzy. And again, you build that up. But there's so much involved, and it's really, really. Head to toe sport. I'm not even kidding. I have used muscles in my head I didn't know I had. I've used muscles in my toes I didn't know I had, and it's really head to toe. And um, yeah, it's it's just a wonderful workout. Uh, whether you're doing the exotic or the sport side of it, and it's for everyone. I mean, I've taught all genders. I've taught all uh, ages, all sizes. Um, I, I it's it's very um, cross
0: domain intersectional is the key word now intersectional intersectional cool cool kids word so like I personally think when I see a big beautiful bodacious woman or man like doing ballet or like doing aerials is just it's just magnetic like it's so beautiful and I mean I love the classic circus artists you know and trapeze and all that stuff like you know, cause that's the disciplines I've worked in and taught in. And, and I love, you know, a mm-hmm. good Cirque de Soleil show, but you know, when they're always gorgeous, it's kind of like meh. So I love seeing, <laughs> I know it's true though. It's like, yeah, yeah you're with ripped abs. I'm like, yeah, I've been there. Especially when there's like 20 of them jumping on and off the trampolines and flipping. I'm like, cool. And the tricks are cool, but like, it's like, okay. But when you see diverse people on there, that's, mm-hmm. it's just so, so beautiful. And then it's, I, I find that way more empowering than just a standard, you know, like, well, of course we expect that from you. Look at yourself, put those those <laughs> non-muscle you know, titties away. I mean, cover up for God's sake with those abs. Um, I, but have a was... really,
1: I have a funny story about a time I judged somebody for, on their looks and their ability. Um, and I, I think this situation was the situation that taught me to not be judgmental uh, of myself the, and other I,
2: people. Is this at National, the one we did?
1: Oh, no, no. This is a different one. This was, I was teaching just a fitness class at, um, one of the, I, I worked for the federal government and I was teaching at one of the gyms there. And this guy came in and he, um, he, he wasn't Canadian, didn't speak a lot of English, quite overweight. Um, and he was wearing jeans and a shirt and he came into my fitness class wearing jeans. And I was like, he just didn't look like he belonged. Like, let's just put it that way. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like you know, maybe he just can't afford to buy workout clothes. I don't know. Anyway. And um as the workout went on, I was like impressed. I was like, oh my God, this guy's got cardio, he's got strength. He didn't look like he should. And then we did the stretch portion at the end and we were doing this stretch flexibility. They were they're actually called shoulder dislocates, uh, where you hold a thing and you go yeah, back and we, forward. Yeah. And, and I explained what we were going to do. And I showed the move and I looked over and he was, he didn't look like he was doing it right. Uh, And I was like, Oh, the poor guy, his shoulders. And when I came over, I realized he had actually taken his hands and he had gone the whole way around with his hands together. I, I think it was coming from the back forward. And he was like this. And he had the most flexible shoulders he was incredibly flexible incredibly strong and like and i was just like i am never judging anybody again like that was my my bad <laughs>
2: <sighs> so my question for you is how does pull how has full and like empowered you and your students
1: i really feel like for me it is helped give me confidence it has helped give me um courage to do things I never thought I would do um I love 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 being right it's my favorite thing in the world and I love when someone comes to me and they're like oh I'll never do that and then I see them do that you know like eight weeks in or whatever 16 weeks in and be like see I told you would be able to do it like I love that I love and then I love seeing that they're proud of themselves and they have this sense of accomplishment and um, just, it's immensely empowering to suddenly be able to hold up your entire body weight. Like that, that's huge yeah, for, exactly. like most people can't do that. And it, again, it's taught me to not be so judgmental. And that includes myself. Like I'm very hard on myself. I'm a competitive athlete. I, I think that comes with yeah. the territory, but I really, at my age, I'm, I'm over 40. And I really um, judge like, myself.
2: We're like two weeks apart, Stephanie. <laughs> like, we are, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but, I, but
1: I, we are older than the 18 year olds yeah. who can touch their I foot know. to the back of their head and who are made of rubber and who if they injure themselves will bounce back in two days. Like I know my limits at my age. I, I know that, um, so it's empowering in that respect um, to be kind to myself as well. Understanding where I am in my training and knowing my own limits and um, my battery is about to die on my phone and I
0: need yeah, to <laughs> So on that subject, if you guys are listening in and you want to get connected with Steph, um, we, like I said, check out our powerlifting pool uh, themed merch on our store. Uh, we have some really cool designs that are going to be coming out and I think Stephanie would love them. But uh, check out our store, www.pandastrong.ca and uh, we'll have some exciting new merch that's coming out. We've got a huge collection of menswear, swimwear, just really, really exciting things. Um, We're we're gonna be doing a huge product drop this month and you seriously do not wanna miss it because we are gonna be having things that you will literally not find anywhere else. I know, I've looked, I've creeped, I've stalked, I've Googled at all ridiculous hours of the night and I have not found anything It's fabulous. So make sure you stay tuned for our next product drop. You can subscribe to our store. If you follow Hilda, or any one of our sponsored elite athletes, you get 15% off your first order, but check out, join our Panda Club, cause you get a mug and you also get discounts on your orders. And if you wanna become one of our brand ambassadors and get a lifetime discount on a merch and some other really amazing benefits, do it. Apply today on our site, www.pandastrong.ca. Anyway, Stephanie's back from outer space and now she's ready to be up in your face. Um, <laughs> She's not wearing any lace um <laughs> How do you know? Not,
2: I like no, the design
0: behind whoever made the trace. <laughs> anyway, sheet today we're on a race for time. So it, oh, I love it. It's fabulous. um If you guys want banners for your home gyms, or like you're like Stephanie, you just install five poles in your living room, and you do not ask your kids for consent. Oh, doesn't have five poles in their living
2: room, Stephanie. <laughs> like, come on. It's actually six bowls. (laughs) (laughs) I have two in my basement.
0: But if you're needing uh, pillows to sit that beautiful big ass on after a long workout, check out our collection of pillows, huge ass pillows, ginormously thick, fluffy blankets, and our gym banners that you can use for home and everything on our store is custom. Check it out. So back to our questions. I'm going to kind of put a couple together now that we've heard some of the things you've had to say. What would you tell people who are interested in taking their first class? Because more people are all about the experimentation. We know the poll can be complementary to other sports, but I was hoping you could expand on that for people who are like, yeah, but that's like totally different science. That not like cost a lot of money. It cost a lot of time. And they're trying to figure out the crossover benefits. So they're not necessarily going to be the person who's like, the next Beyonce of uh, aerialism, but they, you know, they want to, they want to improve their grip strength and check it out. Mm-hmm. And I think men need to be comfortable. Like, I think the reason why, when you talked about earlier about like European culture, nakedness, I think the reason why people have such an issue with nudity and sexuality and sexual movements, like how dare you move your hips in a sexual way if you're married mm-hmm. and it's not for your husband and it's mm-hmm. not in the bedroom with them is because we were, that's not like, cult, other cultures, they like Tahitian dance, right? Belly dancing, um, land dancing, summer dancing. Those girls are dancing in those moves when they're five, six, and sometimes even younger if they're really talented. So they're always they have that confidence. They understand the balance. So people have always thought you have to be a boy. It's like a prude, right? Like. How, you cannot mm-hmm. dance sexual unless you are in the confines of a class um, or if you're a certain age, certain body type, or if it's like, you know, going back to religion, um, you know, with your spouse or whatever. And I feel like men also have an issue with sexuality because they crave intimacy and that's how they get their intimacy. Mm-hmm. That's how they get their um not self-gratification, ego, stroke, whatever, but their confidence comes from that. And that's not a bad thing. It's testosterone, it's normal, it's healthy. So I think men have such a struggle with sexuality sometimes and are confused about their sexuality sometimes because they have not explored that aspect of freeing body movement and being held. When you have kids, your mom, you understand that my boys, I hug them, I kiss the shit on them all the time. And they leave them like, give me a smooch, give me a smooch. And they're so (laughs) cute because they make them... (laughs) with their big lips and I love it it's hilarious and I'm like smoochy smoochy, and they like to give me kiss attacks and I'm like wait stop you're making it weird but uh you know like I don't say oh I'm not going to hug you as often because you're a boy and then all of a sudden they become adults and they're cut off from that and the only ways that they're taught to be raw and strong is to lift weight so I think I think for men's mental health that is it is an area that needs to be heavily explored so anyways what are your thoughts you know what how do you feel that a pole can be complementary to men, you know, in other sports and, and in terms of like, you know, body autonomy, self-respect, self-love, sexual, you know, healthy sexual expression, et cetera.
1: I, um, I think that pole it for men is lifting weights. It's lifting their own weight. And yeah. I think that's even harder in some respects. I mean, it is harder. Who are we kidding? than lifting, you know, Whatever weights are made of these days. So um, I can
2: speak to that as a power lifter and as a pole like competitor because I've done both, and I can tell you that it, it's it's to come up with a four minute routine and, and to like throw your body around in like moves like doing like handsprings and stuff like that. Like yes, powerlifting is challenging. Don't get me wrong, and it's like I lift three hundred and fifty pounds. You know what I mean? It's hard, especially for a woman that weighs one. Like I'm in my one, one forties, right? Like I'm not a heavy person, but, uh, I can tell you four minutes on the pole doing a routine is a lot harder and more challenging than powerlifting. And I get well, it's more cardio. <laughs> well, like, it, it's because it encompasses more. It encompasses yeah.
1: the flexibility and the stability and cardio. Like who says pole is not cardio. Cause oh my God, if you're doing routines, it is. it's cardio. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it is. Like, I'm out of breath, you've seen me when I do my routines, like, you know? I've yeah. seen you and, and... yours. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and that's
1: where you have to build up the stamina to be able to do the four minute routine repeatedly, you know, um, like when I yeah. competed at Worlds, um, when I uh, found out, so I, I competed the first day and I found out I made top 10. And I was, I never in a million years thought at a world competition, I would make top 10. Like I actually beat out other girls at the world level yeah. to be top 10. And because of that, I went on to finals. So that was a semi-finals. I had to run my four minute routine again the next day on yeah. little sleep uh, in a country where the time was completely, I was in Finland yeah. and yeah. I was jet lagged and I had to have the ability to run that like, exhausting four minute routine again the next day. And so but it's, it's,
2: it's you, you probably felt more alive than you've ever felt in your whole life.
1: I, I yes, I was uh, scared shitless <laughs> because I had to perform it again, knowing I'd be exhausted. Uh, and I was on the phone with my, my coach, my team Canada coach for, um, till well after midnight, uh, tweaking my routine, she watched it. She saw my, my score and she yeah. made me change things here and there. And, uh, And I was I was on little sleep, you know, uh, you know, just not in my element, eating food that I'm not used to eating. And it's it messes with your body. Right. And you have to be able to adapt to that and and have the stamina and the strength and and the mental capacity to be able to handle all that that throws at you being in competition. Because it's not just about the strength and competition. It's definitely mental as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and not, but, not only that, but they're not just judging like they're judging you on so many things when you're competing in pole. Like your 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 lines. If your toes are pointed, like there's there's so many things that go into it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think I think oh. I love competing in pole, but it's it's a different challenge than than powerlifting for sure. And not saying I love powerlifting too. I love both of them equally. Mm-hmm. You know
1: and you do both well so like
2: no one's saying you're picking one over the other <laughs> no, exactly. well, had people tell me i should i should stay in my lane and i've told them i don't want to stay in my lane you know what
0: can you, you yeah. tell me who these people are so i can fly over and smack them <laughs> and then get back <laughs> on the plane Someone, been, cause someone trying to put me in a box <laughs> Someone yeah. tried to put me in a box like yeah. that, I'd tell them where to go. <laughs> we talked about that on our last, I think it was two episodes ago, Steph. I was talking to Hilda how like I went into the running room store and I don't care if they hear this good, maybe you'll learn a lesson, you know, your staff yeah. will learn a lesson um, because like I walked in there with my kids to shop for things and I knew they wouldn't probably have it. So I just like, you know, went in there for accessories for the most part. They happened to be having like a run registration that day and I didn't know and, uh, so I was store was pretty crowded, but yeah, they looked at me like, oh my God, like, why are you even here? Like, uh, like, what? This is not the day to come as a first time runner. Yeah. And, um, so anyways, yeah, it's like important not to jump to conclusions about people because, uh you know, like I said, I know lots of dancers who've done all the professional training have the body and are shit dancers and like, they're not good performers and not good teachers. So it's like, there's, there's stereotypes for a reason, but they're not always true. Right. So like, um, I want to talk about that briefly. I'm going to tie into questions just for time's sake. So like, we know that you've competed nationally, internationally as a master pole competitor. Um, and obviously over the years, you've experienced challenges in training and in teaching you work with, like I said, a lot of diverse people. So can you talk us tell us about some of those challenges that you faced, maybe with yourself or with your students? Milestones, like just things that had caused you to grow mentally, emotionally, physically, um, and and you know what came of it, right? Like what did you personally get out of that? Because I think it's really easy to be like, yeah, it's just another way of strength training for fun and playing around the pool. But once again, I don't think people understand when you're doing polar aerials, like the spiritual, physical element. Like to me, it's like theater in the air. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Um I I'm very very lucky in that I have a very supportive husband. My kids are very supportive. Um so what I am training for 3 4 or 5 hours a day, uh they understand. So that I have to say first and foremost, uh, like if it wasn't for my family, I probably wouldn't be able to compete at the level I do. Um I've I've had a lot of challenges. I competed at Worlds with a torn labrum in my shoulder. I had an injury and it was uh months and months of physio trying to even figure out what the problem was. Um, so, I mean, especially at my age, injury is always a risk, right? And then when you are injured, making sure you're not doing damage to your body, that's going to be long lasting. And that was my concern is if I do compete, am I going to, am I going to ruin something and that not have mobility in my shoulder for the rest of my life? And, and so that was a big challenge for me was figuring out what the problem was. Once I finally figured it out and I went to the surgeon, I didn't end up having the surgery before my competition, but, um, I looked at him and I said, this might be my only chance to make worlds. I'm doing this competition. And he was like, okay, let's figure out a way for you to be able to do it and not injure yourself further. And he was very like, you have to be an advocate for your own health as well uh, when it comes to stuff like that. So we, we managed it. These are all challenges that I had. Um, yeah, and just, I work full-time. I have a full-time job in the government. I, I teach, finding time to train is hard. Uh, you have to fit it in. You wake up early in the morning or you go yeah. at lunch um you know that extra 20 minute walk just to to warm up you know or take my dog for a walk just to warm up before I train I'm getting killing two birds with one stone um time management is is huge in in this element like if you don't have time management then
0: i don't know <laughs> meal prep and pockets yeah. time all about that like i get super annoying people mess with my pockets down i'm like do you know what i can do in 20 minutes bitch i gotta put it through i know on you. like
1: you huh. have no idea the stuff i do like when i'm working uh, at my because i have a desk job i i'm an it security analyst and um when i'm working i have a raise up desk right so i am doing stretchers stretches and exercises and stuff while I'm working if I have a policy to read I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna be doing like curls or shoulder dislocates or stretching my hamstring I fit that stuff into everything if I'm cooking and something's on the stove I'm doing my hand flashes to work on the grip strength I'm I just fit it in everywhere <laughs> you wouldn't believe the stuff I do <laughs> my kids will come in and see me in like a pretzel stretching you know on the counter while I'm waiting for my eggs to boil and they just walk by me it's like nothing anymore. <laughs>
0: My kids just yell at me and tell me to stop. Or they jump on me and attack me and hurt me. Like they harm me. They're like, what are you doing, you weirdo? Mm. Um, or, or they just start becoming crazy animals, like to get me to stop. And I'm like, fine, fine. I'll wait till nine <laughs> o'clock when I want to go to bed. When you're in bed to do it. Fine. All right. But no, but there is a will, there's a way that like you said, like there's lots of times so you have to, you have to fit it in Fine, so, the time. Yeah. So as a mother of two girls and a son, like obviously, like you said, you work full time, you're teaching. Um, and self-care like the demands of competition, is about a lot of people get into it and like whether it's joining a dance crew whether it's like external and salsa dances such a high turnover whether it's like theater arts dance arts um, I consider it like performance and cirque and theater arts but uh you know like there's a high turnover and I think it's just that balance and I I never want to criticize another mom or another woman because like there's times where I've been like, fuck this and ordered a pizza. Cause like you're human and shit happens. <laughs> um, or like, you're like, hello, you know, hello, fresh delivery or whatever. But I mean, I try to. Be- I really do believe in that 80, 20 rule, right? Like I'm always yeah. like disabled. 80% of the times, like I've done the right things. Like I had beans all this week and my brain could not like, it's a safety issue. Right. Cause I know my brain and my brain was mentally fit, like. There was no brain cells left, and if I'm lifting heavy weights nine o'clock at night, I'm most likely going to drop on my throat and hurt myself. Yeah. So it's like I'm upset because I want to work out and I want to lift. I don't want to like miss the progress, and it's 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 a tough. It, it, like yeah, you have to not beat yourself up, but um, you know, it, it's it's just it's just easy to turn over. And I think what I'm trying to say is, what are some tips, some methods? Like you just mentioned some, but if you could expand it more, how you like life hacks, mom hacks, things that you've done to fit. Is a government job is a real job, right? Like you said, it's full time. Yeah. How you found that balance, you know. So, for listeners who want to do and they're like, Well, it's gonna take me so long to become good at it. Why even bother? Because people just see it as an investment, and it is a large investment when you start, but it's not like it's not worth it, you know. What I mean, but it's, it's an investment in your health,
1: yeah. Like, I'm looking at myself now, and like, Okay, so today, anybody watching this podcast or listening to this podcast, um think if you had started three years ago, you would be three years in, like you would be three years awesome, yeah, Right. So start now and in three years, you'll be awesome. I mean, you'll be awesome now, but like it's, it's, it's a long-term investment, right. And there's ups and downs and I've been doing pull for almost nine years. And um, I've, I've taken a six month hiatus in there somewhere. Um, you know, I've been in competition mode and then i've been in off training off season mode yeah. and there's been times where i was injured and i couldn't do much for a couple of months and it, it it's a wave right and it's a constant wave and then you lose and then you're you get depressed because you're like oh my god i'm not where i used to be and then you have to ramp back up um well, even, but muscle memory like I, can,
2: I can speak to that too like even doing certain moves you'll lose them if you don't practice them mm-hmm. constantly. you know like yeah yeah so and some and you moves you get be- once
1: you get the photo, you're like, done. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> but one thing you yeah. don't lose as fast is flexibility and cardio. And oh, that is oh. what I have found. So for me, it's oh. like if I had a choice between the day, like all week, I was exhausted. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do my cardio. Will I lose weight? No. Will I maybe gain weight? Probably not because I'm not going to change my diet for those days. But, um, you know, will I get more tone? No. Will I build more muscle mass? No, but at least my heart will be healthy. At least I'll be de-stressed, all of the mental health. So I'll take the biking and the walking. You know what I mean? So if you're going to have to kill a cat.
2: Yeah. So everybody's
1: know. different, right, too. So for me, I lose flexibility faster than I lose strength. Um, I, I find. You. Because because I'm so strong, um, my muscles, I really have to work on my flexibility. Um, I I'm just getting my splits now at Forty-five years old. Uh, I've worked for ten years at getting them. There are some people who just fall into them and have never trained them. So everybody's different, and and yeah, oh, I really man. do.
0: There was this was mom that? used to come to dance class, and she was like not fit in any shape, way, or form. Never exercises, eight pizza every day, and she came on one day, and she's like, "Oh, you think you're cool?" And she just did a drop split. It's just just also like I never stretch I'm like, what the hell? So there's yeah, there's like you said, like there's something.
2: Yeah, I (laughs) I know somebody like that too who can just do this list and she's never worked out a day in her life. Mm.
1: Well, you were asking me about the um the tips and stuff for self-care and and I I was kind of giggling to myself because leading up to my competition, my world competition, and even nationals, um there's not a lot of self-care because I'm giving up alcohol, like completely, like no drinking. I'm that's giving self-care. up all the, uh, giving up alcohol. No, self-care yeah, is sitting and having a wine on your deck <laughs> in the summer, like that's self-care, chilling. Like giving up alcohol right. was was hard. Uh, giving up chocolate, like giving, I shouldn't say chocolate, giving up sugars. I, I didn't eat anything that had artificial sugar in it for months, like that's hard. So you have to find the pleasures where you can, right? And um, my kids literally ate craft dinner, <laughs> For dinner, okay. for like four months straight, I'm not even like exaggerating. And but they were happy, and I would, you know what? I, I could have stressed out and be like, "Oh, they're not getting the vegetables. They get them now." Like four months in their life of eating jelly sandwiches and Kraft dinner yeah. and ramen noodles, like Mr. Noodles. <laughs> but like, you have you to you wait. have to pick and cho- you have God. to pick and choose your battles. No. You have to pick and choose your battles. And that, as soon as I was like, it's okay for my kids to not eat vegetables every night with dinner I was I was I was happier I was calmer I could focus more on you know I mean and and going to a competition and putting myself in the position of training like that is self-care that's self-care for me because it's something I want to do right um, I'm just but laughing there's sacrifices
0: I have a really bad sauce addiction like I love sauces I don't know what it is it's the Asian in me it's a panda thing and I love sauces whether it's like you know, salty peanut or like wasabi and, you know, burns my stomach because I'm Scottish. We don't do spice. I have, I I'd love torturing myself. It's like my wine. It's like, here I am with a big ass bowl of meat being all healthy in my air fryer. And then I just take a bowl and like, Boop. and i'll have like four different sauces i've just consumed my calories and sauces the rest of the day i'm drinking you know the water eating protein shakes and i'm like listen i need to have one fucking pleasure in life okay i haven't been late in two months i'm gonna have my goddamn sauces leave it out i'm not smoking not drinking not beating any of you kids okay
1: yeah. that was me with chocolate that was me with chocolate i did not give up chocolate um i just chose a higher uh Cocoa content Quality. because it was less yeah. sugar, but I still ate chocolate. Like I can't give up chocolate. Wine, I gave up chocolate.
0: <laughs> but yes, you're saying as a mom, like realistic. Like I bought my kid tons of protein shakes, and he was like obsessively yeah. drinking them for a while, and then those. like same with me. Now drinking- he eats noodles, man. Like just noodles of say- salt, and I'm like, dude, you're just eating carbs. There's nothing in that. You're just eating fr- freezies yeah. noodles, and sandwiches all day. But you know what? Yeah. Like he's fine. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. said, you can't. We put far too much pressure on ourselves. And that's because, like I said, we have we're overexposed to social media and books and learning. It's like it's it's like ignorance is bliss, right? So it's like we know too much. And like we have to understand that like the human body and flesh, it's almost like we're trying to put this computer AI system into ourselves and demand perfection. And we're still we're still a human. Do you know what I mean? Like we still have flesh. It mm-hmm. operates as such. And, uh, you're, yeah, you're not a robot. Stop trying to be perfect. You know, something's got to give, you
1: yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, my kids were so excited to get to drink, uh, like shakes, like, um, uh, my protein shakes because mommy was drinking them and it's super cool. And yeah, it's yeah. expensive and protein powder for my you know, kids, but I would only give them a little bit, but, uh, okay. yeah. And they, they enjoyed that. Like, and, you know, just buy them a bottle of multivitamin and make sure they take that every day. Like there's, there's, you you have to take the stick out of your ass, and you have to um, choose your battles, and that's what I did, and that's what got hey, me I we were And a supportive husband
0: on me and sexual expression. Maybe some people like the stick stuff. Some people yeah, like maybe. it. Uh... <laughs> no, hey, it's
2: true. You
0: know, because... Your no, because no some people judge. thrive on that they thrive on the pressure and the butt stick you know like they they need to have, be so anal about things and it's like yeah but give yourself a heart attack and die like some it's some good sticks. that you're the type and you succeed something but like if you have a heart attack in the process of your perfection probably not yeah. worth it anyways continue yeah but
1: stephanie some people have sticks so far up there that they actually start to grow like roots that's when it becomes a problem.
0: <laughs> what I'm saying okay, the spiritual on me about it. <laughs> I'm saying the same thing. In an inappropriate, so this, this is a strongman. This, this is how we talk. The
2: conversation is reminding me of, like, there was a showcase I did with Stephanie, actually, at her, like, at the old studio we used to train at. And um, there's a move called Titanic. And <laughs> right before I went on stage, do you remember this? When I told but, my. Yeah my skin on my butt yeah i remember yeah and i had to perform that and i had this like raw skin right on my butt crack from titanic it was funny anyway just reminded me of that whole thing yeah you know like the girls who do
0: like the weird pull downs with their ass over the bar you know what i'm talking about in the gym
2: like there's so many weird pull injuries that you get like it's crazy
1: you get, Oh, the, the bruises in between your legs from holding your body weight up while you're sitting or laying back. Oh, I've had many people stare funny at my husband when we're in public. Cause I'm covered exactly. in bruises. Um, yeah. And I mean, who are we kidding? He's like a big pussy cat, but like people don't, and I've had doctors pull me aside and ask me if everything's okay at home because of the bruises. Yeah. Um, but I mean like that's different, you know, most people yeah. don't get the bruises I get. <laughs>
0: no, but it's true though. Like, like well, I married married married. with bruises and paint on me because I'm a mom, stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. toddlers. You get paint and all kinds of crayons and weird things in your clothes, and you're just like, "All right, then." But uh, like whatever. I I wear my dirt and my bruises with pride. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, this feminine. Like, yeah, that's another important point you brought up. Though, too, is like what what toughness is allowed right what uh bruises are allowed what's okay there's still all these like weird hidden rules or cultures are like you know even now in gyms of like what, what are women allowed to grunt are we allowed to yell yeah. are we not allowed <laughs> to too? You to just didn't need to
2: come listen to me running a routine cuz it's not pretty yeah. there's a reason i crank the music up <laughs> yeah exactly i was freaking at the gym yesterday doing the rower and I was doing a 250 meter row. So it was like, it's hard, right? And I, I hate the noises I make. I'm so self-conscious. Because it sounds like I'm having sex, right? So I'm like all concerned about like everybody <laughs> listening to me in the gym. I'm like, oh my God, you know? But I'm like, it's, it's, it's whatever. Have <laughs> it's, 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 right? you ever laughed at a
0: guy who's like, ugh, ugh. And all I'm thinking is, is that right? how you sound? Is that why you're single? <laughs> Are those the noises you make? in the bedroom. This
1: reminds me. Traumatized, I've been traumatized. This reminds me, um, whenever I open my new studio, I'm gonna have a wall, a chalk wall of things overheard in a pole studio. I mean, we've talked about this at our other studio all the time because you should hear the things that we say that we mean completely platonically that sound horribly dirty. I know. (laughs) And my favorite one was, I was training in a studio in Ottawa and my instructor was French. And, and I, I wanted her to just like, I was doing a deadlift and I just needed her like not to like take my weight and put it up. I just needed her to just like tip my hips up. Right. Just, and it just like this. And I said, Lynn, I just need just a couple, just, a, you know, just like this. She goes, I'll be right there to finger you. Don't worry. And she had no idea what she had just <laughs> said. And it was like, because it was just to take the fingers and just, just lift your butt up just a little, just to spot you. Right but we say things all
0: the time in in class that just you're like wow (laughs) that's what I'm saying it's like I can't I can't have normal conversations anymore because of doing burlesque and doing strongman which are like the off spectrums but also so raw and rough and real and like rugged like I it's like I have to put on my white girl. I always say like my white mom, fancy, classy face, and fancy, classy language and words because, yeah, I just feel like everything I say now sounds dirty, even if it doesn't, because my mind. Was, like I did comedic burlesque, so that's intentionally. Me too. Adding, adding <laughs> jokes where no one else sees it, so it's like, it's really like you know. I always say like my corporate avatar. Like when I'm doing my consulting work, it's like I have to be very mindful of like. Yeah. Like they, they, they haven't been exposed to that, you know, like bring them in that way. Um, But I think that's why it's so freeing. Like I said, because I think a lot of the things that happen, um, like women, women who have like, you know, their bladder prolapse and, and, and all is cause just degeneration of the hips. If you're not having sex, like you need to wiggle it. You need to move around, you need to dance. You need to engage those muscles. And mm-hmm. there's no difference. If you were looking at a skeleton matter woman, you're not going to say, oh, well, she shouldn't do grip sport Cause she's got a vagina like bones are bones, muscles are muscles. You know what I'm saying? Like y- you need to be free to be able to be fit and healthy and do the things mm-hmm. you, you want to do in a healthy, safe, respectful environment without um all this other crap i don't know i just i i think mentally it's that's the best part about it, is the mental freedom mm-hmm. and my it's biggest it's like you're breaking a chain in your head for every bruise you get if that makes sense
1: yeah and, and my biggest thing i always tell people is stop caring what people think of you stop yeah. it what someone else thinks of you it's none of your business like it is none of your business i don't give a shit if people think i'm a stripper and i don't care i like if, if you think i'm hot enough to get up on stage and dance and and make money doing it well that's a compliment to me but anyway thank you and i don't care yeah and i don't care if you you think i look like a man because i'm i'm muscular i like how yeah. i look i don't care you know i i'm happy that i can lift my body weight with my muscles i don't care what people think of me and this is the big thing i'm trying to instill in my children is if you don't wanna try pole or aerials because you're afraid of what someone's gonna think of you, that's their problem, not yours. Like, don't, yeah. don't even let people, like, especially, and men, like, oh my God, the men, when they do pole, it's, it's amazing. Like, there's some really well, fantastic we, men we pole dancers so to out there. We
2: were on the show, actually. Like, oh. like I know. You had Dimitri know. on the show? No, we wanted had- to get him on the show. Oh. We tried, and like- That would and, be amazing. I know, I really want him to come on because I know him from, from doing courses with him. So, right. yeah. yeah, yeah point I, I did a backflip, did it's a backflip not,
1: workshop with him and it was amazing.
2: Like yeah. it's not,
1: it's,
0: it's, it's the same thing with Jeff, just like gender queerness. It's how there's assumption if you're, uh if you're doing strong man you're dyke if you're I know those are not nice words but I'm just I'm saying it as if someone who was being an a-hole was saying it right um mm-hmm. and if you're doing like pole arts or theater theater then you're, you're queer and like mm-hmm. whatever it's gay and it's like no shut up shut up who cares I mean, are gay.
2: who cares
0: I know exactly what I'm saying is people are it's the fear of the unknown though like that's what I'm trying to say is like it's easy to attach labels and mentally run away. Like to me, labels are cognitive dissonance, right? Cause it's just a label. It's not the root of it. And I think that people are unhappy because they haven't explored themselves consciously and emotionally, spiritually deep enough. They haven't gone to places they're mentally afraid to go. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like there was a pole dancer who was like larger. Um, on I can't remember what talent show was. Almost America's Got Talent or something. That,
2: it was Lulu. Wearing like
0: right? sparkly blue body suit and had red hair. Yeah,
2: I had nothing. It to to say about it. Yeah, but
0: but you know I'm a bigger girl and I I hold myself to pretty high fitness standards because I know that like also being a big girl like there there is like I'm gonna have to kind of do a little bit more. But I mean. My point is, is like, I was judging her on her merit. I wasn't looking at all that, but just the comments on that was like, this is why there's still work to be done. You know what I mean? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, I believe
1: women should build other women up and women who don't, they're, they're a huge problem in society. Um, I, 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 yeah. I just I think even when you're down you should be holding the pedestal of other, on
0: with other women it's But I'm saying men in other cultures hug they kiss and it's not mm-hmm. queer, and for them, it's very straight and plutonic. I'm not. I have nothing against yeah. queer. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that, like, if we're talking about a straight straight man who's listening in right now, mm-hmm. no one's ever given him permission. And if we're talking about men in our age group, they come from a very old school way of being raised. And what being a men, a men, a man, it's, men, which is like you know, Boy Scouts and like whatever else, right? Like you drive a motorcycle or Harley. like toxic masculinity. Ultra masculinity. Yeah. And so I'm saying for me, it's like, if that makes you happy, I have nothing to say, but if you feel in your heart that you would like to explore these things, then explore them. And mm-hmm. it's not going to, it's not going to turn. If you feel you're straight and you want to be straight after, then you'll be straight after. Like my point is, is like, don't like, uh, I don't know Yeah. There's like these, the, 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 that's why, you know, representation matters because there's these ultra hyper, um, sexualized or hyper, hyper, uh queer when you attach those and those are the only voices that um ever are seen. people think that's uh, you know uh, concise view of the entire community which is like not true like that muslim woman on the pool so i think you know i think poll allow it allows you to question and same with arrows, question yourself like i can do a handstand like i can do a cartwheel on the back like i'm 300 pounds you know i'm like you know what I mean? And I, but Good. the closest fit would be for someone who's 200 pounds. So like, I have a lot of muscle mass, I'm heavy, but you know, I have flexibility and I can move, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, you, you don't even know what your body's capable of until you test it. And I think that's exactly. And people are, afraid. people are so for afraid. Yeah. yeah. Don't live in fear. You know, be fearful on pole, you'll fall on your head.
1: Don't do it. Something, <laughs> something you said reminded me, my, my, my husband was at a work function and, and my husband's military. Um, and there was some young cadets in there and they're talking to him and they're just like, Oh, you know, you're in the military. You're like, everything's so cool about your life. And your wife's a pole dancer. He's like, is there anything about your life? That's not cool. And sometimes pole dancing is over sexualized for no reason, because yeah. my husband is so over it. Like, he he sees the blood of <laughs> the sweat the tears the grunting the come yeah. spot me the the constant long hours, the crying when I can't get a move that I need to put in a routine, the, the frustration that things aren't coming together because I don't, I don't have a lot of flow. So I, I get stressed about that. And, and he sees like all the negative sides of it. So for my husband, he's just like so over it,
0: My <laughs> like, the sexual was... part of it. Same with my husband for being the burlesque, because that's why he wanted me. Yeah. And now he just seen all the fucking rehearsals and all the bullshit with costumes <laughs> and all the everything you just mentioned. And uh, so it's no longer a fantasy for him. And so, like, mm-hmm. I actually go when men are like, "Oh, you do burlesque? Are you single?" I'm like, shut up! You no. know what I mean? Because you it's can not, handle not, me. that's, that's yeah. one piece of the 95% of torture and stress and hard work and
1: yeah.
0: micromanaging every little hand flick and whatever. Yeah. So, yes, I totally get it. It's like once you're in there, you'll see it's different. Just walk through the door. It's the same thing mm-hmm. with Latin dancing. I'm like, why do you think it's going to make you gay? If you're even half decent at Latin dancing, do you know how many women would want to dance to you all night? Do you know how many dates you would yeah. have? Oh, oh, men. Yeah. like yeah. oh, <laughs> women were just enamored exactly. numbers game. I was like confronting this guy at the park today with my kids about Tinder because I, I see people, I call people out because I can see through the bullshit. Anyway, so he met his wife on Tinder and they're like, that's whatever, like his baby mama. And uh he was like and I was calling and I totally, totally called out and somehow predicted like all of the ways he flirted with her online. And uh, I like made fun of it. And I was like, listen, it's not a numbers game, put in fucking effort. Let me tell you, okay. Um, we appreciate that shit. You know what I mean? If you're married and you learn how to dance and you start coming home and like twirling around your wife and dipping her, oh my lord! Mm-hmm. Let me see you she'd be all off yeah. on that man, riding yeah, that I pole. All night dancing and stuff like that. I'm
2: like, I think it's so sexy. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm trying you know, to convince my older? husband to do to do double zacro with me because I love oh my my I love mom, it. yes, love
2: like and that. I
1: love it. And he, he will in, in private, like, you know, like if we're yeah. camping in the middle of nowhere and, you know, in our home, it will do some stuff, but it's, oh, we were just in Costa Rica recently and there's this beautiful waterfall and I'm like, I want to do starfish on you. And it's just where I'm standing on his knees, one foot's behind his oh, neck and I'm, and picture. I'm leaning out. I
2: actually was so jealous of that picture. And me, he Stephanie, was That was beautiful. <laughs> He yeah. was so embarrassed because there was people around watching and of course I
1: had to get someone to take the photo and he I, I managed <laughs> to convince him, but like he doesn't understand that these little things like make him so sexy to me that he I can know. he I can, can hold just my body me. weight and base me and he's strong yes. to do it, but he's too shy to do it. <laughs>
0: uh by the way those work really well for sexual positions and if i was him and some other guy looked at me I'm like what you jealous of my big dick energy or i would literally just say <laughs> big dick energy" as a man i would just say that one sentence and say nothing else as he walks away and i look and just be like mm, big dick energy because it's so true though like like honestly it's like you think your wife when you're sitting there on a pole floating around and she's been like oh oh my god disgusting stop it no and if she did, <laughs> i dump her ass. Let me tell you. Exactly. Go in your DMs, jumping on that. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen that do stuff where I'm like, I'd dump on it. You know what I mean? I'd get on it. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's so madly. So sexy. It Kate, I'm not even oh. joking. You. This is the power of it. I've seen a guy I haven't seen in eight years. I was, I look like shit. I was leaving the grocery store and I had all my groceries in my hand and I was doing the strong woman thing, like trying to carry all of it instead of taking a cart like a normal person.
2: And, we all do um, that.
0: And I looked yeah. like shit. <laughs> it was the end of the day, and I didn't have my glasses on, so I didn't recognize him. I hadn't seen him in a long time, and I forgot that this is a man I danced with was the best dance of my life. Which, if a good dance, is like a good fuck, like I'm telling you, if you dance with a blind oh, yeah. dancer and dance well, you you won't know the difference. You will gas him in ways you didn't know you could. But anyways, he was amazing, <laughs> and I fantasized him in my twenties. So I totally wanted to get with him. And but I remember his name and I hadn't seen him. I think I danced with him once and he recognized me. And then at first, I was like, I was like, I familiar, he started talking to me, and I'm like, fuck. But like eight years later, danced with him once, I he still had powers over me. So (laughs) don't underestimate, don't underestimate it. Makes your dick bigger, okay? Your metaphorical spiritual dick. (laughs) All of us ladies can attest to. We need more of that in our life, okay? A yes. big tool We is need great. more. So if you don't know we how to handle it, not a tool. Yes. yes.
1: We need more men pole dancers. Oh my God, do we ever. It's so hot. It's so yes.
0: Stephanie, it you is. can do a promo. So the first, I have a business idea. <laughs> like, you know what I
2: mean? It's like, you can get moves, waste, like crazy quick, you know?
0: Listen, yeah. Steph, I have an idea for like, you. Looks- the first 10 men that sign up for Steph's, um, like uh, quote classes, I will give you a forty dollars gift card to a Strong Apparel <laughs> on the condition, though, that we uh, video it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see some clips. I need to see some evidence, um, just for my own selfish satisfaction, pleasure. Um, but we support this, and I challenge you. Actually, I'm going to one up it. Okay. So, also, if any of you guys do your classes and you make a little video, a little, oh, you need to make a little fitness, ch- a little pole challenge. You need to make some stuff, and I'm going to share that. If any of you guys do it, any male dancers, I'll also give another $40 Panason gift card. Quote me on it, write it down, <laughs> tie my hands we to don't. it. I'm serious. I want to see some doing, men dropping that ass and swinging up in the air. I do. They'll be doing flag.
1: They'll be doing flag before they know yeah. it. <laughs> most most men can do can crank a flag out with with yeah. even if they're not super fit because they just have more muscle mass right yeah, and they've well, never and their tried it
2: body is stronger right like they're like their center of balance is upper body more so oh, men
1: have a great center of balance oh my gosh no
2: they, they do. Can do yeah it's not fair <laughs> no <laughs>
0: yeah when i see couples like fit couples doing great stuff together i'm like i'm jealous i want to do that some
2: cousin, come here and. I can't, I, I can't train i can't train with my boyfriend and i can't like he will never do pole and like i hate you
0: for that person. april fool's joke to this day because i legitimately got excited about it oh, for you
2: yeah, i forgot about that oh, and when you said i was so mad Did <laughs> i tell her so i what happened so jordan's gonna be pissed but I'll, i don't care So I took Jordan's face.
0: He won't listen. It's fine. He won't know.
2: know. He he doesn't listen. So I took Jordan's face and I put him on pole dancers and sent it to Stephanie and to other people and said, look, Jordan's taking up pole fitness. That's awesome. And I was so (gasps) mad. I'm like, you're so lucky.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm so jelly. I used to date a lot of fit bodybuilders and we used to do that stuff in the park. And like, I was mm-hmm. like, can we get so married? Much fun. And let's do this for the rest of our lives. Yeah, honestly, I always said to my, like my man, I was like, listen, when we go, if we ever ditch, um, I'm going to, um, what is it? It's the thing that men say, like up dick you when you go for a bigger dick. But I meant it more in the sense of like fitness and acrobatics, like he will yeah. carry me over thresholds more mountains and valleys than ever been seen before, you know? Yeah, I, so for I, Valentine's
1: God, Day. Oh. For Valentine's Day a few years ago, I bought a, 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 pa, a couple's pass for one of the post studios in Ottawa. They were doing a couple's chair dance. And I didn't tell my husband because I knew he wouldn't go if I told him. And I just told him I have so special plans. I didn't tell him anything. We got into Ottawa. He's like, what are we doing? He was like <laughs> so excited. It's and so evil, then we pull it. up. I could barely get him out of the car. He was actually mad at me. And he doesn't, he doesn't matter. He's so chill. And I dragged him in and the whole warm-up, he was glaring at me. He was so mad. But there was like, I don't know, 15 other couples in there. So there's like 30 people in this room, right? And he's like so stressed that everyone's gonna be staring at him. And no, yeah. trust me. Once we got started, so once we did the warm-up, and once we got started, he was like super focused on me. And it was such a um, I don't even know the right the word to use, like. Not like a sexual experience, but it was a very like romantic. We got to like it was like touching involved, but not in like an inappropriate way because we're you know in public. But it was it was such a connection. There was such a connection there, and he left there so happy. He was like, "I'm so glad we did this. Like it, it brought us you know together in that moment." And I think you know like, but I had to force him to do it, and I wish more men out there would be more open. Like all the guys out there listening, take your girl to you know dancing even if you don't want to do it you'll have fun take her to you know a couple's chair dance
2: sometimes people need to do stuff they don't want to do because they're part to realize they want to do it yeah well yeah you know what i mean like yeah anyway i find you you will not be
0: embarrassed like so many people think they're going to be embarrassed like what you just said that is the biggest block for people learning anything dance or fitness like is is that mental block and it's like the thing is, like, I've worked with, uh, like, I seriously would have married that, bro, I'm telling you. He was a CrossFitter, and he was blonde and tall and beautiful, and he was, like, I think he was, like, military, too, he's just this god. He was gorgeous, and he was the best dancer there, and I'm like, oh, my, and he was, he was Caucasian, blue, white, blonde. I mean, he was beautiful. He looked like something out of a movie. He was not real, you know? I still think I had just a really good wet dream once. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, um, <you> know? <laughs> he was amazing, um, and so it's like that made him, like you said, more masculine and sexy. And the let the more outrageous he got, the more he threw us girls around. The more he did that, to like the more there was girls just you know in line for him. And and mm-hmm. like back in the fifties, like men knew how to dance, and they knew, and like that's a lost art form. And it it wasn't queer. And that's what I don't know where men get that from. There was a big shift there because so mm-hmm. I'm like for hundreds of years the more more you could dance the more manly you were considered so it's like mm-hmm. like you just said it's like you always say oh my wife won't dance sexy for me that's why i go to strip bars i'm like why don't you pay for her to go for some pole dancing lessons then uh-huh. why don't you go and do a lot dance? like like that's an excuse like if you want intimacy with your partner i don't know read a book learn some cool ass uh, chakra positions and do some 50 <laughs> with her in the bed and she might be like, what the fuck are you doing at first? But I, if you get good at it, I'm sure she'll be thankful. So like, own the suck because um, mm-hmm. uh, then there's the ultimate suck after. I don't know if I should have said that. That's uh, very R-rated what I just said. But I'm just saying, you know, like, you know, the, but the embarrassment but- comes with everything, okay? Yes, but like, so even if, if you're not good at
1: it, it's the intent that counts. Like if my husband were to like, you know do a little sexy dance for me like who cares if he's no you know Channing <laughs> Tatum it's it's the thought that counts I'd be like oh hello you know but he's so embarrassed and shy and you know what I
0: mean like men it's just episode just, of Friends where Donny that out DeVito, the window. Donnie DeVito out the window. is dressed as a cop and he's stripping
2: oh my god and he's I that. Bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and jennifer <laughs> <after Monica laughs> just like,
0: i'm not paying for this and then he started crying He's like, I'm just trying to you know and they're like oh okay and then they're like woo and they're like cheering him on it's kind of like that you know what i mean but she's your wife so she's automatically gonna be like woo you know what i mean so <laughs> you don't have to be good, good at it to good. do it you don't have to be good <laughs> just just
1: do it
2: just try it
0: honestly i like
2: it I I have seen nobody's good at anything until they do it a few times like you have to you have to practice it's like that's part of the process right Mm -hmm. like I'm just saying in general you know what I mean like the first time I did I didn't I wasn't perfect at it like you stick with it
0: okay I also have why there
1: that's why there's exotic classes out there for women because we need to learn how to move how to flow it doesn't come natural for a lot of people especially me and and you take classes to learn and get better at it and then the more the better you get you start to like oh i'm i'm okay and then you enjoy it and then you go back and do more and yeah yeah you
0: want it ride it ride it my pony my saddle (laughs) baby come on and your pony. Oh my gosh, that song, even now to this day, I dropped that floor like the biggest know, song I you have never seen. I love
2: that song. I so <laughs> Anyway, there's a funny video
0: Plastic. of Genuine trying to do the AB roll that he did and he couldn't do it. And he just, like, was a partial AB roll and mostly fingers. Look, guys, look it up on YouTube. It's hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, in closing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, can you like, call stop the
2: Cause it's
0: so like, you know what I mean? But wait, hold on a second. I have one last thing to say. Stop being a basic white boy, okay? So like, there's always like these men sliding my DMs that are strong men and they're buff and they're good looking and they have a decent job and I'm bored. I'm bored. Like spice it up. Like, you know, take aerials, do poles, learn bachata. I don't care, spice it up you are too rye bread for me. Okay. So for that purpose alone, if you try to keep your Tinder game strong, say can dance. Okay. A little bit. Let me tell you, like I said, women are like, we're natural born mothers. We will cheer you on through your suckness. Okay. We will be like, that was good. Even if it wasn't because we appreciate effort and intent. Okay. We appreciate it. Like, you know, final product will come, but in closing, thank you for being on our show. Sunshine Thank Aerial you. Fitness, Stephanie Gladden, Superstar. Thank you. My kids are going to attack me. And uh, yeah, connect with her about the challenges. I'm expecting, uh, ooh, can you make a little male-orientated um, little poll challenge? I'm very excited. Send it to me. I will. I will. And I can, And I have superpower editing. So it, we we will we'll. You know, you should dress like a I'll dude to see if, if, if I can. On, and like, I uh, see
1: if I can convince my husband.
0: Oh <laughs> my! Um, please, I will get him money. I will send money. You have
2: uh, more luck convincing Luke than I would convincing Jordan, Jordan to do it. So. Probably. <laughs> yeah. No. Seriously, it's like he's so supportive. You're lucky
0: i'm, well, I'm then, very lucky <laughs> yeah, you are. thanks again for being on our show and you guys like share subscribe comment and uh like i said check out all of our amazing opportunities on our site the upcoming competitions we're sponsoring so you can get some free apparel and contact stuff get in our classes and see you in our next episode pandas thank you so much for having me Bye, I'm, goodbye, gonna, I'm going to say i expect check